This is episode number 110, the big 110. Um, as always, I am your host, Robert Villa, and with me, my bro, David Rodriguez, and producer, Rudy Lara. How's it going, fellas? Uncle Dave is back. Thought you got <laughs> rid of me, but I'm not here. I ain't going nowhere. I'm happy to be back with my brothers on a Thursday night. What's going on, man? Me, but... Chilling, man. Another fucking day, another Thursday night, hanging out with my boys, talking some, talking shit. Pretty much, that's all we do, right? On Thursday night. <laughs> yep. Well, fellas, uh, we got an awesome show tonight, just like every Thursday night. Um, but before we get started, a quick shout out to HKA USA. Show them some love. Buy their gear. They support fighters, so why not uh, buy some of their merch? 
Um, also, you can buy some of our merch at the website. Just click on merch store and you can buy yourself a t-shirt, show your, show your support by doing that. Um, anything that you guys buy on the merch store goes back to the website to keep it running. Also to Foxhound Fuel, get their stuff. I love their products. It's uh, all natural. Everything is just cherry with them. Um, you can actually get a discount uh, with uh, our code um, in all caps, F-B-M-M-A. Um, it's unlimited discount code. It's not one of those, you know, your first time buy and then that's it. No, every single thing that you buy there, you'll get, uh, I believe it's a 20% discount. Mm. So use our discount code, all caps, F-B-M-M-A. You'll see their logo on the right-hand side of the website, Foxhound Fuel. Um, also, uh, to all our uh, partner promotions that we work with, especially UMMAF, um, hit them up. Uh, they're doing a lot of good things for uh, here in the States as far as an organization to keep uh, everything in control. Brave Combat Federation. Um, speaking of brave, as soon as I get the green light, I will be announcing something freaking awesome that... I will be doing with Brave and what Fight Book MMA is going to be doing with Brave. Um, I can't say what it is yet, but it's, it's pretty badass. Um, let's see here. Let me do a quick rundown of the upcoming events. Get that out of the way. We got one championship next gen. That's tomorrow morning. Also tomorrow night, Combate Global 25. Um, I will be doing the live results as well. Um, also, uh, we have UFC 267, which will be breaking down the main card, getting, uh, uh, giving our predictions on that. Um, CFFC 102 and F SFT 31 as well. So a lot of MMA action going on. As far as boxing goes, we have uh, on October 30th, on, live on ESPN Plus, Jose Cepeda versus Josue Vargas. Uh, they're going to be fighting uh, in the junior uh, welterweight division. Also in London, live on the zone, it's a title fight. Chantel Camarón versus Mary McGee. Um, they're going to be fighting for Cameron's WBC women's junior welterweight title and McGee's IBF women's junior weight title. Yeah. And on Showtime, another title fight, Jamal James versus Radzhab Butyaev. Um, they're fighting for James WBA regular Say it again. <laughs> welterweight title. Butaev. Butiev. Butiev. Is it Butiev? I don't know. It's B-U-T-A-E-F. Butiev. All right. Now that we got all of that taken care of, last week's uh, UFC event. Um. What are you guys' thought on that? I mean, I gave it a solid five uh, uh, the week before, and I think it lived up to the to my my score, man, on that uh, on that event. For this one, yeah, for the Paula Costa versus Vittori. Yeah, pretty much. Right. It didn't do anything for me, man. Mm -mm. My the fight that I really wanted to watch ended up being my favorite fight, which was the uh, Alex. Uh, Casarias versus Xiong Wu Choi. That that fight was badass, man. Not gonna Dude. lie. I mean, some some of these fights were legit. They were they were badass, but 
most of them it was just i don't know it really didn't do anything for me you know yeah well what about the what about what about comma comma where they getting uh knocked out in the first oh, round i knew that was gonna happen right yeah. <laughs> yeah and i think he's officially seen his last day or night in the octagon we talked about it uh lariano stir poli another guy um surprisingly ronda marcos pulling out another win and like you said, Rudy, uh, Alex Caceres, he's a guy that's probably going to fight forever in the UFC. Add Ronda Marcos to the list. She's going to keep fighting the top ladies and counter out. And she's still right there racking up wins and staying somewhat relevant. I mean, even though she was on like the early prelims, like I definitely tuned in to catch that fight. You know, She did good, mm -hmm. man. I'm telling you, all the fights are good. I like the Marcos fight, Molina, Kama getting retired, Jamie Pickett. That was a good fight. The Tabitha Ricci versus Olvera, eh, I didn't care for that one. Mason Jones, that was a good fight. And uh, RoboCop, dude has a massive head, man. I can see why they call him <laughs> RoboCop. It looks like he has a freaking RoboCop helmet. <laughs> but Gregory Rodriguez, that, that was a good fight. I mean, they were all good fights, man. You know, I mean, there was a couple of stinkers, but the main event, you know, fuck the main event. Dude, like... I was so already pissed off coming into this fight, man, with the main event of all the fucking drama that uh, Costa did. Yeah, that's and... why it really didn't, I don't know. I guess it was a good thing, but, you know, in the back of your mind, you're just like, you know, how many weight classes did you jump to make this fight happen? This is stupid. And he still won. Yeah. Yeah, well, well yeah, because I mean. Huh? Yeah, Vittori, yeah, Marvin Vittori just definitely proved that he's, like, a known tough bastard, KTB, you know what I mean? Like, a guy just said, fuck it, I'm going in there to throw down, I'm going to get that extra 20%, whatever. He thought Costa was playing, like, some type of games where he wasn't going to be ready or in shape. Apparently had some excuse of, like, a shoulder injury or whatever, but I don't think that could have affected a, a weight cut issue, which was the problem. But Marvin Vittori, man, tough bastard, um, that kind of just goes to show you how good Israel Adesanya is because – he made it look easy against uh, Paulo Costa, and then yeah, Vittori, you know, went went a lot of rounds with uh, Adesanya. But yeah, man, Marvin Vittori's a very tough dude, uh, one of the toughest guys in the UFC, in my opinion. How fucking stupid do you think Paulo Costa looks now? <laughs> Missing weight, talking shit, and then going in there and getting his ass beat. <laughs> he looked like shit in there, dude. <laughs> Surprisingly, his cardio held up too. I was really shocked that he was still. Uh, you know, throwing bombs late in the fight, too. That was a uh, credit to him on the cardio, but motherfucker missed weight. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you missed fucking weight, dude. Like, by 20 pounds. You know, and, and you know what? <laughs> I, I think kind of killed the, the the event for me was the, the, the draw, dude. Grant Dawson and Ricky Glenn. I don't want to see a draw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Marcus. that's right, huh? They, 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 they did end it up. Mark Ambu, Mark. man. He missed Mark's his chance happy. of calling a, <laughs> calling a it, fucking draw. I'm story. telling you, right after the Caceres fight, everything just, for me, it just went, eh, it flatlined, so. And I yeah. think another guy, too, to keep an eye out worth mentioning is uh, Jeff Molina early on. That guy's tough, man. I don't know who they match him up with next, but in that side, that division, nothing but killers. So I'm uh, interested to see who they line him up with because I think he'll probably get a pretty quick turnaround. And at 125, We'll see, man. He, he could be a guy that just like dark horse style 2022 coming up. You know what I mean? Possibly maybe a title shot in the future for that cat. It could be a title shot. Yeah, you're right. A couple more wins, at least two wins, impressive wins like that. 
He's mm-hmm. gonna come knocking at the door. So uh, he's a guy to keep an eye out at, at flyweight. Absolutely, man. Yep, yep. Um, what other fight? Uh, I think those are all the fights, man, that I was really intrigued on. Yeah, and I think what the another one, guy fighting. Ones. One other guy absolutely is going to fight in the UFC until he's gone completely, Trinaldo. disintegrate. Francisco Trinaldo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, You're right. He beat up Eddie Murphy pretty bad. <laughs> Eddie yeah. Murphy. He looks like Eddie Murphy, dude. Dwight Grant. <laughs> close fight. Oh, yeah. Definitely close. But Trinaldo, man, he's a fucking fire hydrant. Man. Guy's tough as nails, like, too. What, so. 43? Not an easy out. And yeah, he's an older cat, too. Yeah, yeah he's man. He's like so. half Roberto's age. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Ike Villanueva, the fight before that, another guy, uh, the scissors. You know what I mean? He's de- I hate to say it, but yeah. He's a tough cat, but um, yeah, he got pounded the first round and got destroyed. So, not a good performance from him. I think we talked about in the chat that he was a guy that possibly could be cut and uh, getting beat down like that. Absolutely, X MMA is in the future for Ike Villanueva. Yeah. Speaking gone. of X MMA, I think you were like the seventh person watching that event live on. Oh Facebook. yeah, I actually watched the whole event. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Like, so how did how did Dotson do? Because I know he lost. Yeah, I know he, he lost. Didn't, didn't look good. I mean, I don't know. Um, Cody Gibson is is just a long, lanky dude. Like uh, Dotson's had problems with fighters like that, and I mean, mm-hmm. he's an iron chin dude. Dotson's did he wasn't getting finished out there, but he was just getting lit up. Uh, you know, the styles match styles make everything, and uh, that fight was definitely not a, a good styles matchup for Dotson. But it's good to see him back out there. But it was just a weird, strange performance from him. Um, always a uh, sort of gun shy, uh, you know. What I mean, Dotson, and he packs the heat too, man. And uh, he has some definitely good wrestling. Wasn't able to get Cody Gibson down, and yeah, he was just getting tagged up, man. He got a, uh, yeah, I think he got dominated though on the scorecards. Of course, that reflected that. Wow. That's nuts. Well. <laughs> Let's see uh, where he ends up next, man. I mean, maybe he'll have another fight with XMMA or go try to fight for LFA and either that or I don't know, man, because do you think he'll ever go back to the UFC? Yeah, I think the – well, a lot of the well, the UFC matchmakers were there in attendance, so I think they were kind of looking to see if John Dawson would come back, you know, with a strong performance, possibly finish. Uh, Cody Gibson, who's a former UFC guy himself, but uh, Cody looked good. There's a chance that Cody gets the the UFC shot mm-hmm. again, um, but that, that I think that's kind of what the main event was gauged towards. And then, yeah, there were some old school cats earlier uh, in the night, but um, yeah, there there's some cool fights. I mean, like I said, I happened to catch the whole event. Oddly enough, I was off. I had the time, so I was tuning in, and I was one of twelve people watching. <laughs> Poor XMMA. <laughs> it we is what leave, it is. We gotta, we gotta leave them alone. <laughs> For a while, it was everybody's going to bare knuckle, and then now it's XMMA. Now it's, so, now it's XMMA. Yeah. You get cut from yeah. the UFC, straight down to the bottom. Because Bellator is not even really an option now. Because I don't know. Well, Bellator still kind of makes their name as picking up like old, you know, older fighters, washed guys, whatever. But there's mm-hmm. Bellator still got some good talent. I mean, they think uh, what's his name is uh, what's his name uh, Corey Anderson. Scott Coker believes he's the best uh, light heavyweight in the world, but uh, I 
think there's two guys this Saturday that are fighting that are probably the top guys in the world right now. So, yeah. Well, and then look what happened with PFL last night. Yeah, PFL definitely some good action last night too. I, like I said, I before we got went live, I mean that was a good card. I mean the top half of it delivered, and it delivered in the bank accounts. Man, a million dollar payday for most of these fighters. Six. Like UFC fighters will never see million dollar paydays unless your name is St. Pierre McGregor and uh, maybe Nate Diaz. I mean, throw him on the list too, I guess. So, yeah, that uh, um, I guess we're done talking about this last UFC event. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so another what, what fight was your on grade? That. What was your grade on that? I, I gave it a solid five. I think it deserved, it deserved a five just based on the main event. I mean, the main event was a battle, man. That was my favorite fight of the night. But low-key, like I said, the Molinas, there's some guys up and comers on the card. And, uh, yeah, a couple guys that are on their way out the door. And that's pretty much what the card was. So, mm -hmm. You, Rudy? Yeah, I'd say a five is fair, man. Up until, I would say, if, if it would have ended with the uh, Alex Caceres fight, it probably would have been like an eight for me. Because it was good. Yeah. It was a good event up until then. And, like, you know, the fight after that and then the Glenn fight. Well, I think the Glenn fight was after that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just it wasn't that great for me, man. So five. Cool. Three fives. What was the other fight you were going to talk about, David? Yeah, no, on XMMA, uh, if you go back and check out Nate Marquardt, I didn't know if you guys realized he was still Wait, fighting and actually Nate, in MMA. Nate, Nate was fighting? Lord Farquhar. Yeah. Shut and it was pretty up. nasty. <laughs> Yeah, he fought a guy, Valdir Arajo, and it was nasty, man. I mean, go back and watch the fight. I mean, Arajo was busted up. One of the nastiest cuts I've seen in a while. Markar was dominating until he wasn't, and he got kicked in the head and got grounded pounded. So, Wow. I met Nate um, yeah. a long-ass time ago when he was like the talk of the talk for the UFC and – that was yep. when back in the day when it was Nate, Keith Jardine, uh, Rashad Evans. Um, mm -hmm. Who else was uh, pretty uh, up there? Diego Sanchez. St. Um, Pierre. Uh, yeah, St. Pierre. But I'm talking about when they were training at Jackson's. Yeah, well, St. Pierre was there at that time. Uh, yeah. It was a Valley, Valley Flag. Uh, Valley yeah, Flag. Who else was there? Um, Arlovsky. Those are. Oh yeah, yep. Arlovsky was great there. times though. Those are that's a golden era right there. That was Nowadays. the golden era, man. Yeah, but well, speaking of yeah. Jackson Week, PFL hey, mentioned it. Clarissa yeah. Shields taking a loss last night on PFL. So, what do you guys think of that, that fight? Did you guys see it live or do you rewatch it? How'd you score that one though? Because it was kind of. I don't know, man. I thought they were going to cheat uh, Montez, though, at the end in a split decision. I think uh, Montez was beating the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, Clarissa Shield had her moments, but Abigail was dominating the entire fight, bro. I mean, yeah. there's... I don't understand the split decision win, I think it would have been more of a unanimous unanimous win for Abigail. Yeah. Easy. So I don't know yeah, what judge scored they... what, you know, but mm -mm. 
The 28-29, that's where it just threw me off. Yeah, because I think Clarissa had one takedown of her own. Montez had two, uh, but she ended the fight on top and full mount where, you know, if it got just, on maybe another minute or so, she probably could have got a finish. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we've seen Shields in trouble in the same spots, you know what I mean? And coming out of Jackson's, a lot of fighters, you know, I, I hate to say it, like they, they lose via ground and pound submissions. That's kind of their Achilles heel. I mean, Jackson Wink, they are great game planners. But with Shields, she's super green. That was her response to uh, Jake Paul sniping at her after the fight talking shit and she's like i've been training for nine months and i'm on the world stage now and fighting it's a pretty tough competition but uh montez is three and oh man so she's she's pretty much you know coming into her own so shields took a loss she'll be back mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely don't agree with that those fucking scorecards at all though mm -mm. i think i think clarissa shields needs to figure what gym to go to um, don't just stick with Jackson. Not, nothing wrong with Jackson Week, but you know, try try to do a week with like AKA, um, you know, some some big gyms that are out there. I mean, just try it and see where you might fit. You know, because yep. she needs to get that ground game sharpened up. Yeah, or just the takedown defense. You know what I mean? Like Jackson or Week. Even that. Uh, like the, a lot of their fighters that have been known to be good, uh, you know, they, they could break the clinch. You know what I mean? They're really tough against the fence. That's been their bread and butter. But as far as takedown D, once Holly sewed that part of her game up, she became, you know, kind of unstoppable in a period of her career. You know what I mean? But nowadays, you know, if she can actually implement a wrestling game, uh, take girls down, ground and pound, Clarissa Shields will be deadly because we know what she is on the feet as a boxer. She's one of the best there's been, gold medalist. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. There, There's no doubt that she could be the badass striker that she is in MMA, but it's mixed martial arts. So she needs to like get that defense, get her wrestling, get her jits good. She needs and, to go uh, wrestle with the Daniel Cormier's. Yeah, yeah. That, that would go, be a good good move right there to go to Daniel Cormier. Or go wrestle with the, uh, what's his name, Johnny Hendricks, like our boy Kevin Holland did. Oh, yeah. And, Hendrick Stan. You know. Oh, and by the way, Kevin Holland's out too. I just heard about that. Uh, he's out for uh, the Kyle Dacus rematch. So, yeah, I don't know what the injury is. I think it's like a foot injury or something like that. But Pride. I have to shoot Kevin a message or his manager, uh, Adams, to see what the hell's going on, man. When has Kevin Holland ever stepped out of a fight, no matter what? You know? Never. So. Yeah, I got word of that today, but yeah, he'll be back soon enough. But that was the uh, the Dalkus rematch, which ended the first time with the uh, controversial headbutt. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. Now, what do but, you think um, of uh, uh, Ray Cooper the third man? Total stud, badass. <laughs> uh, he could beat up anybody in the UFC too if he matched up with any of them. I don't care if it's Usman, Covington, the top guys, and then welterweight. I'd love to see Dude, that guy eventually. You're right, and not just Ray, but Magomed too. Those oh, man, two guys? Tough Dagestani, oh. tough Russian, and that was his first loss, like in the, like, what, eight years or something like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it was a rematch for Ray Cooper and him. Uh, it was like, what, three, four years ago. He lost the finals to him. And um, I think Ray Cooper, had he lost, uh, PFL would have lost the rights to him, I was reading about. So now that he won, they own the rights to Cooper, and he'll continue to fight for PFL in their 2022 uh, championship and probably make another million dollars. Fuck can't go wrong there i mean 
you find in a tournament that only lasts for a couple months and yep. then you 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 become a millionaire again i mean what other promotion can you make that much money in less time you know and, and only yeah. five whatever how many fights it takes to get to the finals yeah three fights right yeah i mean <laughs> not a bad gig right there and you still get paid your salary for fighting those uh, those three fights and he was getting tagged up too, man. It looked oh like he was my like, God, uh, bro. against the fence. It looked like it might get stopped. And uh, credit to uh, who the fuck was it? Keith Peterson, right? Was the referee, wasn't he? So uh, yeah, credit to Keith Peterson. Uh, he's sometimes notorious for stopping fights early, but he gave Ray Cooper all the chances and against a tough fucking Russian man. That was a badass matchup. And uh, the way it ended, man, knockout of the night, million dollar paycheck, total stud, man. And what a chin on Ray. What a fucking yeah. chin. It's a tough he was, taking right those, there. he was taking those jabs, and there were some hard jabs, man. And it, it, it was it was just badass. The way it ended, it was I, I love that fight. That fight was fucking dope. Did you did you watch it, uh, Rudy? No, man. No, dude, you gotta watch it. At least go to the website and, and watch the highlights because I posted it on the on the website. Um it's dope. Yeah, because when he fought um uh, the last time, I think he was like submitted. He wasn't knocked out or anything. Because I think there's only one or two people that finished uh, Ray Cooper. But dude, that guy's fought like the tough, toughest dudes. Like that's in PFL, he's beaten Jake Shields twice. Um, but this guy right here, I mean, it's no joke that they were the guys fighting for the belt. Like they definitely deserved it. But um, it was just a, a comeback win. And you love to see that happen, and especially in PFL, man, because if that card ended with that fight, total legit. But, we, of course, we had Kayla Harrison, you know, the main event, their, uh, their top star. So, mm -hmm. But uh, that fight was, yeah, I don't know. I think the Kayla Harrison fight was already, um, I think everybody knew what the end result was going to be. Yeah, nobody was surprised the way it ended. No, exactly. Nobody was surprised. Surpri I'm surprised it went to a second round. Well, Taylor's a she's a tough chick, man. She's a tough, tough girl. And but you know, Kayla being Kayla, she just dominated on the clinch and those fucking judo throws and yeah, you know that that mount, that the quick mount and and the quick uh, arm bar. I mean, yeah, I mean there was just no way that Taylor was ever gonna get out of that. <laughs> just definite uh, shades of Ronda Rousey in her heyday, right? type deal yeah but at least kayla knows how to throw a punch yeah well that's true yeah i guess you give her that <laughs> and i know knows how to throw course, throw a punch on a kick <laughs> when i think dana uh, pretty much said uh because i know there's always talks of her going to the ufc uh fighting amanda nunez like right out the gate like i think shit she's cashing a million dollar checks just like ray cooper and uh, pfl i think dana white pretty much said you know stay with pfl you're making a shit ton of money and He's not going to pay her that type of money in the UFC. You know what I mean? So, no fucking way, dude. I think these guys that are champs right now and making this much money in PFL should just stay with PFL. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, what her, her next maybe tough matchup that could come her way is earlier on the card, Julia Budd, who was previous uh, Bellator champion. Um, I see that as the next uh, fight for her. I believe Budd is still, what, a 145er, though, so she would have to move up and wait. Or did yeah. she fight? Oh, no, she did fight at 155. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. she fought but, Omari. 
Yeah, Bird's right, fight no, Caitlin. Yeah, that, I didn't know it was she was a 55er uh, debut last night. But yeah, that is definitely the uh, the matchup next for um, Kayla Harrison. It could be, it could be it, man. Because I know she said that she's not too worried right now who her next opponent is, but she is ready. Well, making so. it look that easy, she shouldn't be worried about anybody. So. <laughs> True that, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I, I think I think these fighters out that have that are making a good uh, run in PFL should just stick with PFL. I mean, they're paying them very well. Yeah. You know, so to be able to dish out six million in one night. I mean, yeah. come on. Oh, and also, too, like we talked before we went live, Bruno Caballoso, that was the, my favorite fight of the night, man. That was nasty. Like, uh, mm. what's his name? Ante Delicia. That guy is tough as shit, man. For him to hang in there that long, I think uh, Peterson might have been the ref in that fight, too. Jeez, that was the fight of the night. If you get a chance, Rudy, you didn't catch the car, go back and at least watch that fight. Yeah. You know, you know, yes, somewhere. Yeah, Mar Mario Yamazaki is throwing his little hearts at <laughs> <laughs> the ref right now for letting him last that yeah. long. Man, life-changing money for what's the name, Bruno Capeloza. You know what I mean? Dude. Yeah, that that was awesome. Didn't they show his uh, his family uh, celebrating? Yeah. yeah, and I think unfortunately too, I did read today that like he lost his dad apparently after oh, uh, the win. So like no such a high one. moment in the sport yeah. and, and winning the belt a million dollars. And I believe his dad passed away. I don't know what, uh, how, how he passed or so, but yeah, that's unfortunate, man. That's a crazy, like a wow. high, and, high and low moment for anybody, let alone a fucking heavyweight champion burning a million dollars. You know what I mean? So yeah. Life-changing money, man. Life-changing yeah. money. Yep. That's awesome. Well, uh, let's see. What do we got going on next? Uh, obviously, we have one uh, is happening in a couple hours. <laughs> Not, in about seven hours, it's about to start. In about seven hours. So you have seven hours to sleep and then watch some one, one championship if you're into that. Um, yep. And then we have uh, Combate Amer uh, Global. I always want to say Combate Americas, but it's Combate Global. Um, like I said, I'll be having the live results uh, tomorrow night, and then we'll be doing the live results for UFC 267. Um, if we don't have anything else on that, let's uh, jump onto the card. That yep. way we can get onto our, uh, um, what do we call it, the uh, Fight Book MMA Outside the Cage News, because we got a lot of topics yep. on that. <laughs> but before we get oh, yeah. started on UFC 267... The fight poster. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm not mad. I like it. It's 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 like a like an old school UFC poster. Solid eight for me. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm giving it a, a, a solid eight on this card, mm -hmm. or on the on the poster. Hmm. That's a tough call. There's some effort put in there. You could tell. So. <laughs> I don't want to give him. I don't want to give him too much credit. But yeah, it is. It does have like an. It has like an old school feel to it. And then yeah, the the two title fights. I don't know why they uh, insist on putting two title fights. Like if you're a hardcore fan, people of combat sports, you're watching the car. You know, there's fucking two belts on the line. You don't need to put two on there. So I don't know. Yeah. That kind of kills it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, they keep doing it too. They keep doing it. So technically, if you want to really talk technically, there's really just one title on the line because the other one isn't for the interim title because crybaby Sterling is somewhere out there holding his fucking ankle or whatever it is that's hurting him right now is pinky toe. Yeah, I think uh, (laughs) yeah, a lot of the hardcores know that this is pretty much the outright, you know, the, the, the title I, right now, I think Peter Jan never lost the belt. Aljo and him had a date set. He couldn't make it. Sanhagen is just a G, and he's stepping in there because he's ready. Because we know if Ty, uh, Dillashaw was healthy, he's fighting um, Peter Jan. We know, mm. we all know that. But at a future date, uh, D- Dillashaw is going to fight one of these guys. Next. Yeah. So. And it's pretty badass that Sanhagen is coming in to fight for an interim title, knowing that he lost his last fight. To TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. <laughs> you see where I'm going? So yeah. But as far as the poster goes, I, I'm pretty sure the card will outweigh my poster grade, which is a a C minus for F. For, we'll go let, we'll go letter grade on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm giving it I'm giving it an eight. So that's a that's what a, a B minus. Yeah, it's B B ish. Fifty two out of a million. <laughs> 52 million. Well, well we do have uh we have 15 fucking fights so i don't know if y'all guys want to run through them all or just the main no card let's gonna... let's let's uh let's break down the main card as much as we can and then we'll pick uh a couple fights that we think is going to be the sandwich fight for the prelims um and which one we think is going to be the the fight of the night for the prelims and then the one for the main card so Let's start from the from the bottom, the start of the main card. Michael Med Ankalev versus Volkan Ozdemir. Dude, this is gonna be a fucking banger of a fight. Yeah, there's nine prelims, yeah, leading into this one. So yeah, we'll yeah. get to the prelims after. But yeah, Ankalev, uh and Ozdemir. I don't know, man. Ozdemir's been out for a little while. Uh Ankalev's a killer, man. Um, I can't pick against him. Ozdemir's no. got some yeah, he's, uh, Ozdemir's got some nice kicks, and if he can implement those and uh, get into, you know, push Ankle back, you know, get him on the mat or so, uh, I think he could do some damage. But I don't know, my, uh, Uncle Ev is just a G, man. Uh, he could, he's probably going to drag the fight out and put a beating on Ozdemir if he doesn't finish him. But I see a finish happening under two rounds because Ankle yeah. is super legit, man. And that at this weight class, Ozdemir's fought for the belt. Um, he's the most high-profile opponent for Magomed, so he's going to come out and uh, make a statement, man, and uh, that's a scary guy at 205 for sure. Hell yeah, man. Magomed's going to come in and just destroy Volkan. I, I don't see Bozdemir coming in, like you said, man. I mean, he's been out for a while, and um, yeah, man. It, it, I'm leaning more towards uh, Magomed just because, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with uh, the Mads and the Gavs and <laughs> like you yeah, say. no, yeah. <laughs> and any any guy that could put away Ian Kudalaba twice with strikes in twice. the first round, that's a twice. deadly man right there. Yeah. Yep. So, Rudy. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering why all these motherfuckers got to look like Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's all quite the, a few on this card. Golves, Dobbs, Calves. <laughs> they all got that Abe Lincoln look. <laughs> they know something we don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and and. And guess who's going to be the special guest? Abe Lincoln. Saturday uh, Saturday morning uh, for us and night for them. Abe Lincoln. 
Nope. Hasbula. Oh yeah. 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 Dana White in, um, invited Hasbula to be at the at the fight, so we're gonna see Hasbula there, bro. Badass. Uh, Hell I'm yeah. In. You know what? This is gonna be a solid ten card. <laughs> I say he calls out. I say I say he calls out Connor at the end of the whole car. Dude, he's been calling out Connor for like the longest time. Well, okay. Well, I think he maybe he jumps the cage and like beats up Jan Blakowicz or something and just like Dude, takes over the UFC. Yeah. By, by the time Hasbula climbs the cage, <laughs> it's like Monday. <laughs> Maybe there's something we don't know, and Dana's the transition of power officially happens. Dana resigns, officially goes off into the sunset, as Bullet takes over the UFC. Right, he's going to be the new Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, man. I, I, I don't remember his opponent, as Bullet's opponent is, but I... I Conor have McGregor. a feeling. No, I have a feeling that they're going to have Hasbulla and his opponent fight on a on a UC fight night. John Dodson. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he steals the show, though. No doubt about it. Because once I heard about him attending the show, I seen the little uh, whatever it was, Snapchat or TikTok. Yeah. I never heard his. I never heard his voice before. And then oh, Dana was like. Yeah, Dana's like, I'm excited to have him here, and we're ready to go. And you know how Dana gets when it's come yeah. fight week. So it's like something's in store that we don't know. And um, Dana White's got something up his sleeve, like he always does. But as Bula though being there, motherfucker stealing the show, biggest star in the UFC incoming. Hell yeah, dude! Has Bula is the fucking <laughs> shit, bro. Hell yeah, I yeah. can't wait. I hope he comes in and gives the belt to uh, Jan Blakowicz. There's something going on with that. Yeah, you're right. It could be that. It could be the title. It could uh, be. Start. Yeah, it could be. Or, or give it, it to just... Peter Yan because Peter Yan's probably about the same height as his. <laughs> or he comes in and, like I said, just calls out Connor and just drops the mic, and then we have a fight for Connor announced officially. So, <laughs> Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> Sold out. <laughs> you yeah. know that shit will sell out if they if Hezbula goes and fights uh, somebody. It doesn't matter if it, who it is. Mayweather. Mayweather. Anybody, yeah. bro. Anybody. Yeah. The big. T- <laughs> oh, oh man. my god. John yeah. Jones. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, John Jones shit. only fights females. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Facts. That- Facts. Yeah. 100%. No, that's not too soon. That's like <laughs> right on the dot. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I didn't say that, but John. I'm... I'm a huge fan. Free John Jones. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Free John well, Jones. Well, speaking of Abe Lincoln, we haven't seen this guy fight in what, two years? And he fought like mm. four, four times in two weeks. Kamzat Shemaev returns. Four times in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I think he did something like he that. He did a right? pay-per-view, and then he Bro. did a fight night, another pay-per-view, and a they fight look like night. Characters that from like the hills have eyes. These guys just look weird. Wow. <laughs> then well, look at their nicknames, the Leech and Boars. They sound like they sound like something from the Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry. Man, Kamzat's lost a lot of steam, man. Like, only the real hardcores remember, you know what I mean, that he's still a guy that's dangerous, that could probably come in there. And if he sparks out the leech, I mean, he's going to get a big fight right after that. We all know it. But he's got to be impressive. Um, Lang, I always pick against this guy. Uh, This fight's a tough call, but it's kind of like geared towards Chimaev to come back and win and look good. I just hope the leech puts up a, a fucking war, though, is what I'm hoping for. But I got mm-hmm. Chimaev by a win no matter what. If it's decision or if he goes in there and just starches him out in one round, I, I definitely got to go with Chimaev in this fight. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people really don't know where uh, Kamzak came from. I mean, you know, a lot of people are, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, he's I the best know, in the I mean, UFC. Judging by his... Uh... Yeah. His beard. I think we all know where he comes from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, he was he was dominating at Brave, and that's where he, yep. that's where the you know he 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 came from Brave, and he fights into the UFC and starts you know winning his fights there. But like I'm saying, like you know, you said all the hardcores they, they know where Chemyev was fighting at before the UFC, and what yep. he was doing at Brave. You know, there's there are a lot of high talks on on uh, on Kamzad at Brave. Our friend Carlos Kramer knows him personally, and he always tells me, "Look out for Kamzad! Look out for Kamzad!" So, yep. <clears throat> I, you know, I'm picking Chinyev. I, I know he's calling out a lot of the top ten uh, fighters after this one, um, but hey. Well, he better he call out the top 10. He's ranked 34 now, and the leech is 11. So that's how far gone he's, you know, he'd been out the game for whatever mm-hmm. COVID reasons, visa issues. That's why I think, like, a lot of the, the undercard on this, uh, it's basically Russian guys, Dagestani guys that had issues with their visas. So they're basically, you know, packing this card up so they can make it happen in Abu Dhabi. And that's what, I mean, actually, this card, now looking at it from top to bottom, it might be the most bearded card the UFC's ever put on, period. <laughs> Has to be. Yeah, the most yeah. bearded. You know what, dude? I'm looking, I'm looking at it right yeah. now. And you're right. Every fight is a beard. Even the Every girls. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you even got what's his name? Uh, he's famous for getting uh, socked by Conor McGregor in the face. Uh, Tukugov. I haven't heard of him fighting in quite a long time, and he's the fight just before uh, Amanda Ribas and uh, Janet Robus. Who? I don't know. Uh, Tukugov, no, he's no. the guy that got cracked by McGregor when that whole scuffle happened with the Khabib fight, <laughs> and that's what he's known for. Oh man! But but Rudy, you got the leech. Tell me, you got Lang? No, I don't got the leech for this fight. No, awesome. No, I'm not betting against uh, Abraham Lincoln lookalikes. <laughs> and I need not forget though uh, the leech is coming off a pretty impressive win over the Ponzi scheme too he starched him out and I picked fucking I was all that's one of my favorite fighters Ponzi Nibio at the welterweight division I picked against the leech there I'm picking against him here it might backfire because Comdot's going to lose at some point but I don't think it will be Saturday though I might put, no, mo- I might put money on the leech winning that'd oh good. shit that'd be good yeah. but uh yeah, man, there's there's a lot of fights. Kind of sucks on on the betting. Mm-hmm. Well, Next up, we have Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Tibura. Tibura? Yeah. 
super necessary matchup at heavyweight, by the way. Someone's going to go home asleep. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I heard uh, Volkov, Blakowicz, and um, Ozdemir, so they all trained together for their camp, or all of them for this card. So I don't know. Volkov's a tough cat, man. I mean, we've seen him go five rounds with a gun. Um, Tibera's got, like, the most takedowns in heavyweight history. Uh, styles make fights, man. And um, Tibera will be my pick here. It could backfire on me because Volkov just such a tough guy. He's got the got the power, but Tibera's sneaky, man. If he can get you down, drag the fight to the later rounds, I do believe mm-hmm. he can win a decision, a tough decision. Um, it favors Volkov because it's a three-round fight. Or actually, you know what? Did they make this a, a five-round fight? No. Or no, I'm, I'm sorry. It is a three-round. Okay. If it was a five-round fight, I would pick Volkov. But Tibera in a three-rounder, uh, I think it favors him in the matchup. So definitely Marcin Tibera possibly a late stoppage third round so yeah it's gonna be an interesting fight man very interesting fight um i'm gonna lean more uh towards volkov um by stoppage um i don't know i don't think by stoppage i don't think he's gonna be able to to stop uh, marcin i think it's more of a unanimous um, but it's like how Rudy always says, who's got the more experience, Volkov. And, and let's not forget, yep. he's, uh, he just finished a, a, what, a five round, five round fight against Ciro uh, Gun. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that, yeah, that shows a lot for Volkov. That says a lot, to, bro. So I don't know. I, mean, yeah. I, I can't, I can't just pick Marcin Tiber. He hasn't done anything for me. But I gotta say, uh, Volkov's so, but, picture just—he looks weird and doughy in his <laughs> updated UFC picture, and his haircut looks freaking dorky. It's a nice uh, Dumb and Dumber haircut. It's weird. <laughs> I want the old Volkov back. <laughs> so maybe he might lose. Hey, he's not gonna lose, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's gonna lose, but if he does, a- that's the reason why. And then what's surprisingly too, what I've seen with uh, the stare downs is like, I totally forgot Tibera is what, 6'3", 6'4". So he's not that much shorter than Volkov because Volkov looks like a fucking giant man next Bro, to anybody Volkov else. Six, you know what seven, I mean? So, Tibera is 6'3". Yeah. So that's that's kind of a, that's a huge difference. Volkov is taller than everybody, man. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's unless in the it's heavy Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, unless it's true. But still, I don't pick Struve winning any two- fight. And both of you guys got Volkov and I got Tibera, right? Yep. Okay. Next up would probably be my fight of the night pick Same. right here. Dan Hooker. Same. Uh, Islam Makachev. Uh, I don't understand why Makachev's such a heavy favorite, man. Dan Hooker's the more experienced guy here, but uh, Makachev's got the hype, man. He's got Khabib rolling in there with him. Got plenty of his cousins and brothers and everybody that's there. They're fighting on the fucking card, so... Uh, a lot of momentum, though, behind Makachev, but this is time to prove that he's one of the guys that, that's going to make it to the top and possibly become champion, like Khabib said. But uh, I have a feeling the hangman's going to fucking take him out. And that's my pick is Dan Hooker. Uh, I think Dan Hooker stops him and stops the hype. Second round, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Second you know why, though? Because Dan Hooker is hungry, man. I mean, he's got to be away from home. He, he can't go back to fucking New Zealand because it's locked down. He's been away from 
his family and been away from, you know, I mean, he's out of his comfort zone. And that's when I think Dan Hooker, look at what he did last time to Hackparas. Dangerous, man. He took Hackparas yep. down. Uh, Dan Hooker is not really known for takedowns, but I think against Makachev, he could surprise him, take him down, and possibly get a ground and pound finish. But honestly, I think he catches him with something nice and knocks him out. And mm. then, uh, then we hear Dan Hooker call out Nate Diaz or something. Dan Hooker likes to call somebody out. So, yeah. Dude, if, if he calls out Nate Diaz, that would be a badass fight if it makes if they make it happen. Yeah, well, he's going to continue. I mean, if it's a quick stoppage and he comes out of there unscathed, man, I mean, I could see Hooker turning around and fighting again fucking Vegas in like, December. Like, yeah, yeah or, in, or in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, he's that type of guy, man. The hangman for sure. And I don't, like I said, the betting odds, like the, I don't understand why it's so favored to Makachev. It's because of who he's wrong. around with. It's yeah, because he could go in there. And, yeah, but I, I think Dan Hooker, the experienced man, fighting Dustin Poirier, fighting some of the toughest guys, being able to get takedowns against Poirier, the top-notch dude, that's going to really be a factor in the fight. Uh, somebody that Makachev hasn't faced yet, and I think uh, that's going to be a problem, man. Even if it is a war, I'd love to see it play out that way. I just think Hooker's going to have his number early and take him out, man, and take him out nicely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I'm looking forward to this fight. I think Dan Hooker's got what it takes to to take this dude out on his home turf, and that's probably why the betting odds are are in in uh, Makachev's favor because he's home turf, and it's your classic wrestler versus striker striker kind True. of match. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Homeboy's gonna pull it off. Hooker, man, he, he did great against Hakprast. Uh, whose little brother is he? Oh, Gastelum's little yeah, brother. Gastelum's little brother. Yeah. yeah, baby Gast. But yeah, man, Dan Hooker. All and the see, way. it's kind of hard to ca- look at Hooker. What he did last time, he flew in like a gangster, had to make weight the same night, and fought the next day off like a fucking twenty-nine hour flight from New Zealand. You know, what I mean, he barely made the fight. And all so. he had to eat was a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for this fight, man. I just, I cannot wait. Dangerous, dangerous opponent for Makachev, but credit to him for uh, wanting the fight and t- calling out Dan Hooker. But Dan Hooker's like, fuck it, let's go and make another fat paycheck and get a nice vacation. And get Abu another. Dhabi. Yeah. Uh-huh. That and then get a nice little uh, um, fight bonus. Yeah, that's just, this is my fight of the night. I think it does produce like a, a bonus on both sides, but. It's going to hurt for Makachev, man, to take this loss. But uh, Dan Hooker's game, uh, I think I picked against him, against Hawk Paras. So this time, I'm definitely not going to pick against Hooker. So let's go. Fight of the night right here, baby. Fuck yeah. All right. Next up, what do we got, D? Oh, man. The uh, the interim official Bantamweight Championship. Peter Jan, Corey Sanhagen. Uh, credit to Corey Sanhagen for staying ready and just being a fucking gangster that he is and yeah TJ Dillashaw he should be fighting uh, Peter Jan well actually should be Aljamain Sterling but I do like this matchup a lot Uh, two of the best strikers not only in the division probably in MMA you know what I mean yeah Peter Jan's one of the best guys out there and um, yeah he's been tested very minimally you know what I mean Jose Aldo fight uh, he got tagged up a little bit I don't think he's ever been taken down in the UFC um but uh, Corey Sanhagen's a guy that just has those unorthodox wild knees, elbows, strikes, not the most heavy-handed guy. 
uh, Peter Young's kind of the same fighter. You know what I mean? We kind of seen uh, Corey Sanhagen throw it all out there against Dillashaw. And I think Dillashaw was, you know, lucky to get out of that fight, you know what I mean, with the win. But um, Sanhagen deserves the shot, man. I'm excited to see uh, what he's got against Peter Jan. Uh, Well-deserved uh, shot for him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they both lost against uh, Sterling, right? Yeah. Well, Sterling yeah, so... won the fucking shit show, but um, uh, Aljo, I think, armed yeah. barred. Sanhagen or something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm leaning more towards uh, Peter Yan, but you know, kudos to, to Corey, man, to come in like you said, um, coming in a, a, a loss against uh, Dillashaw, and then now fighting for the title, well, for the interim title to get him to the title fight. Um, Dildo staying ready. That yeah, he's staying ready, and that's if you know Aljamain's going to come in and defend his title because. Who knows when that's going to ever happen? Um, I say they but, strip him if they have to announce another fight dude, but after this. Right, I think, they I should. Think they strip the belt from him. Yeah, they should. And how's he going to hold up his pants? <laughs> I think uh, the way to the path to victory for Sanhagen is uh, Peter Jan. Uh, just the way he fights, like his style, like he keeps uh, like a higher guard. And um, it's standing Corey Sanhagen. That's where he's probably going to win the fight if it does happen. With the, his favorite uh, punch is like a body shot, like a left body shot. Those knees, those flying knees, dangerous man. And I think um, Aljo hit some flying knees on Peter Jan too. So look for that to be something to play out. You know what I mean? Because Sanhagen, look at what he did to Frankie Edgar. He nearly killed oh, him. Dude, he almost just you know? yeah. He just a little bit of a like smaller 10 guy. Years off of him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Jan's a little bit. I mean, he's not quite. You know. Frankie Edgar height, but he's a smaller guy. Sanhagen's going to have the reach. Just the, the wicked the wicked style, man. I mean, I love to see Corey Sanhagen fight. And against Peter Jan, I think it's going to bring out some fucking violence, man. And, uh, yeah, my pick is Corey Sanhagen. I think he could finish him, too. Man. You got, you're making me change my mind, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Peter Jan is Cor- one of the best Corey, strikers. Cor- so. Yeah, because the way Corey fights, like you said, man, it's like it's unpredictable. You don't know what the fuck he's gonna do next. Body work. I think the body work will if it does go to the later rounds, it may wear on Peter Jan and Sanhagen knows this is his chance to, you know, to rise up and fucking and take that gold, man. So and he deserves it, man. The Dillashaw fight was so close and uh, you know, easily it could have been Dillashaw in this uh, situation here, but he sees the opportunity and I think he seizes the moment in Abu Dhabi, man. Mm. Well, Mark says that he smells a KO from Sanhagen. Absolutely. Gross. So <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm going to change my pick. I'm changing my pick. Boom. I'm going to go for the underdog. I'm going to go for Corey. Yeah. It's going to be a night of underdogs. Stan Hooker's long, fucking big underdog, too. So back to back. Mm pretty violent uh, fights back-to-back. So I think this card, definitely the top end of it will deliver starting with Kamzat and I mean, all the way up. So, but uh, yeah, I think San Hagen's time to shine, man. This fight's going to end up in a draw or a no contest. <laughs> Another illegal yeah. knee. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, bro, Peter Jan has got that curse on him right now. He's got that bad juju. <laughs> so it'll end up in a majority draw. Just watch. It's going to, it's going to just be, deflating the whole event's gonna be badass and then that fight's gonna suck because of some stupid decision an illegal flying knee right yeah can that even ha- is that possible 
Um, it can be possible if he's if uh, Peter Yan has both yeah. hands on the on the on the bat. <laughs> well, it wouldn't really be considered flying, though. It'd be like. Uh, well, if know. he flies yeah. and lands so on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be just some fuckery, like crazy shit happening right there. So I don't know. Oh, man. But like I said, the path to victory with Sanhagen, the knees, of course, um, just wearing on a man, the body work, look for it to happen. Uh, no, you know, not knocking Peter Jan. He's one of the best in the world. And still, in my opinion, the champ, he just made the worst mistake you could possibly make when he had Aljo dead to rights, like what the fuck happened there? You know, mm -hmm. such a shit show. Yeah, but you know, uh, uh, he fucking was the drama queen. Yeah, he, he got the award. He got the award yeah. for, for fakeness and dude, come on. No. That shit will haunt no. Peter Jan until he fights him again, if that ever does happen, so. But, if um, he fights him again, he better fucking knock his ass out. Yeah, it's well, Aljo's still out there holding the real belt, but um, in my opinion, and to a lot of the hardcores out there, this is for the outright bantamweight championship. You know, so I think so. I do. Yeah. Well, main event: Jan Blakowicz versus Glover Teixeira. OGs, right here, man. Oh geez, and this this fight is gonna end. Yeah, I think this hard. fight is going to be and it's gonna be ended violently. And, it is um, very good. I don't think it's gonna violent. be who you think. Uh, I think Glover Teixeira is gonna win this fight. And I knew you'd have Glover, Rudy. I had a feeling you would pick him. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna just shock the world, bro. And um, it's gonna be a well deserved fight because he's been fighting for so long and. I think it's gonna. I think I really think that's gonna happen, man. And yeah. you, man. So Robbie got Glover too, huh? Mm-hmm. Man. Well, if it's three, if the top half of this card ends up being Dan Hooker, Sanhagen, Glover Teixeira, this would be a night to make some fucking money. You know, I mean, betting on the underdogs, but I don't know. The the, the fact actually, the main event is probably the most even matched fight you know what i'm saying but yeah. i think uh jan, jan blackowitz i don't know man that he's gonna have to put a really fuck a beating on glover to get him out of there like we've seen glover rock like in almost every single one of his fights and he just comes back that dude gets in the scramble beating, takes bro. you down like it's unbelievable what that guy is able and at his age right now like blackowitz is what 38 glover is what one of probably the oldest guy on the has, roster right glover has old man strength yeah he's like he's like the undertaker you knock him down, he just comes straight back up and start fighting again. Yeah, I don't think he does have like the um, the knockout power that he used to, like the one shotter deal. Like, remember when John Jones fought him? Like, Jones just just freaked the fuck out of like getting knocked out by him. He like tore his arm out of his socket and shit in, in the clinch. That was what ten years ago, and then here we are back, Glover Teixeira fighting for the belt all these years later against Jan Blakowicz, who really had a rough start too, man. But um. Very tough cat, man. He, he made a that Adesanya fight. That just goes to show you that he's going to be there in the later rounds. If Glover Teixeira is able to hurt him early, it may not go to the later rounds, but I think that's that's something to be said. The first two rounds will determine this fight because Jan Blakowicz is dangerous, man. Like I, I don't know. My pick on tapology is Jan Blakowicz by submission third round, but I'm definitely not counting out Glover if it goes past the third. Yeah. Somehow he'll still be there. 
you'll still maybe catch a takedown and fucking annihilate Jan Blakowicz, you know what I mean, in I the fourth Glover's round gonna, or something. He's going to catch him with a sub. <laughs> Ooh, man. that would be dope if he does, man. If he can end this fight in a sub. Well, a lot of his fights have ended in the submission. Recently, yeah, but, 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 it, but I don't think Blakowicz is that easy to submit. He's not. No, he is not. So that's what I'm saying. If Glover can do it, man, that would be badass. And Jan's got quite a bit of uh, submissions on his record, too. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying, man. If it goes past three, I'll go Glover. Uh, but if it's under three, I think Jan puts a hurting on him, and he actually submits Glover. And, uh, I mean, shit, at that point, man, like, I don't know who he calls out or what the, the next move is. Yuri Prochaska, I know, is the replacement opponent that's still there. If it does happen, um, that's the next guy in line, in my opinion. Uh, but, yeah, man, fucking. I was there in the building the night Blockovich knocked out Corey Anderson, called out John Jones. That was a fight I wanted to see. Don't think we'll ever see it, though. Mm -mm. Yep. Hmm. Who should he call out, man? Well, Projaska's there, so they kind of have that. Yeah, that next, the next, yeah. He should be up next. And then they got Anthony Smith and uh, Alexander uh, Rockick rematch booked, so that's kind of like the lineup for uh, 205 going into to the New Year. So, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have John Jones fighting anybody, so I think he's going to have to wait and fight um, Curtis Blades at heavyweight. So he ain't coming back to 205. Nah, John Jones going to going to fight in WrestleMania, bro, against uh, Brock. Oh yeah, we said that. No. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> wow. WrestleMania, the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> wow, you better make it happen soon before something goes wrong. So, oh, but yeah, John Jan Blakowicz, Polish warlord, gangster, and steel. Mm. This is a badass main event, dude. This is a good main card. Um, I'm not mad at, 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 at this main card at all. It's 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 going to be good. And as far like, as the early... Uh, I'm sorry, Rob, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, because most of the other pay-per-view events that we've seen that are the main event, the main card pay-per-view, they sucked ass. Yeah. And well, when they give us all these bad. fight nights, I mean, these how many fight nights in a row that they could, like, just like five or six of them have been shit shows mm -hmm. and then uh, they, they saved all these fights for this card and next week. So we're kind of, you know what I mean? Spoiled this week and next week for two pay-per-views, but yeah, this card, I mean, 15 fights as of right now, if it does stay intact, I mean, we'll be watching fights from eight in the morning till eight at night, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This is going <laughs> to be Saturday. another uh, morning event, right? Yeah. It's going to yeah. start uh, eight o'clock uh, my time and David's time. So nine out in Texas, really. Nine nine o'clock in Texas. Damn, dude. Yeah, nine thirty central. Yep. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I'll that be type watching of day. it, but still, that sucks. Oh, and uh, Rob Schneider is fighting on this card too. And coincidentally, yeah, I'll be say, watching gotta... Rob Schneider uh, do his stand up uh, in February, which is going to be pretty cool. So. Oh, nice. Well, congratulate him for being in the UFC and yeah. being able to fight uh, Amanda Rivas. <laughs> yeah. yep. It seems like every uh, card in Abu Dhabi, they have Amanda Rivas fighting there. They like they just love to have her there. Like all of her no, fights. I'm not are mad. There. I'm not mad. Yeah. 
you know. <laughs> I am. But it's like, hey, we want to have her here. Give her a vacay. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. <clears throat> but any other um, prelim fights that are that interest you, Rudy, or besides Rob Schneider? Not really, dude. Um, Me neither. It's just a lot of the Dov Cobbs. <laughs> and yeah, I already know how those with are going to go, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. You got to pick them. You can never pick. go wrong. Yeah, you can't pick against them. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm not really. I think if I do pick, yeah, if I do pick against one of them, maybe Magomed Mustaviv, because I think Demir is Magulov. That dude's a tough motherfucker too, man. That's a good fight. The second fight of the night. Yeah, he's that's he's the only to win is Magulov. Yeah. yeah, I definitely won't miss that fight. I do like the Lerone Murphy uh, Amir. Uh, 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 sorry, Makwan Amir Khani. Yeah, I think he's kind of in a must-win spot too, bro. He, he's a. If it's anybody that might get cut. We always mention it on yeah. the show. He's mm-hmm. one of them. And Lerone Murphy's, Murphy's a G, a, a too. Heavy favorite. Man. Heavy favorite uh, yeah. against Amir Khani in this fight. And Amir Khani needs to, to win. He's going to lose, like you said. He's, he's out. Yeah, I think he gets cut. I think Lerone Murphy knocks him out in, like, first round, second round. Mm. The only prelim fight I really want to watch is the, the Rivas. Because the other ones, I mean... Did, don't get me wrong; those fights are going to be, you know, pretty good. But we already know how they're going to end. I think another guy that's going to get cut when he loses, because I do have Andre Petrovsky, is a uh, Yazong Hu. I think that guy's fought; he's three and two, and I think he's in his uh, three UFC fights. He's fought at three different divisions, like fucking heavyweight, uh, <laughs> light heavyweight, and now this is like a middleweight <laughs> fight. So. I... <laughs> Yeah, he's done that in that fight. I'm definitely picking against him, and he gets cut too. Yeah, yeah he's gonna he's, he's gonna lose. Andre yeah. is a favorite but, for this one as well. Yeah, but honestly, doing the pickums on a topology, so uh, most of the Mavs, Govs, Slavs, I pick them off. I never go against them. So hopefully mm-hmm. they deliver because it's loaded with fucking half the card is Mavs and Govs. So yeah, I'm splitting Dude. my bl- my bets between the. Uh, prelims and and the main card that's how many damn fights there are i can do two parlays dude it's a fucking mess yeah the only cov that i picked against is volkov because i got tybura mm. but hopefully it all stays intact um <laughs> like i said nine to nine day it's fucking clocking in on saturday Rudy Lara. Hey, you, you know what they, they better make weight because they're fucking fighting out in abu dhabi you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money wasted for not making weight. And shit, we're still, uh, honestly, Walt Harris was supposed to fight Tai to Avasa, too. That was another fight that dropped out on this car. That was a legit That's matchup, true. too. That yeah. is true. And the Who only reason. Um, to fight, uh, Rafael well, Mark- Dos Anjos was supposed to fight, too. Yeah, he's supposed to fight Makachev, and that's the reason uh, Dan Hooker stepped in and was talking shit. And then he's like, fuck it, I'm going to fight him. You know what I mean? And <laughs> Makachev definitely wants to get another fight in before the year's out because I don't see him fighting again until 2022 yeah. after this one. So. But overall, it has the it's the most bearded card the UFC's ever done and has the potential of a nine. Um, but we'll see what happens. It could my, be a stinker. My pick right now... Just watching it on paper, I'm going to give it a nine. 
Yep. I think it should be a nine, but the early, the prelims will determine if this card is legit or not because, yeah, there's some guys that people don't even fucking know. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people that are hardcore that follow the sport don't know half these guys on the prelims, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Rudy? Uh, solid 10. I told you earlier, Hasbulla is going to be there. So. <laughs> That's right. Hasbulla. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the secret, uh, what do you call it, bonus of the night the that people don't bonus, really, there you go. You're, you're not going to appreciate it until it happens, and then you'll love it That's even like more. That's like the ending credits of the Marvel movie. Hezbollah I bet you, there. you know what, though? I bet Hasbulla's going to commentate. Oh, God. Because, oh, man. Because he commentated, <laughs> oh, he, comment, he commentated uh, uh, an event out in uh, Russia. Because he's <clears> Russian, <throat> and people right, understand but him. Th- no, he, but he was he was uh, talking English, well as much English that he that he knows. Dude, it was it was awesome. Hasbula is he's he's the king, bro. <laughs> he's the shit. I love that guy. What would you do if he, sla- the- if, if he came up to your wife and slapped her ass? Do it again. <laughs> Let me record oh, it. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't kick him. I'd kick him. Hell no, bro. I love Hezbollah, man. I tell him, well, let me get my camera gear real quick. Yeah. Oh, I, need oh, get, oh. I need to get this on. <laughs> I need to post this on all social medias. <laughs> crazy. Dan Hooker uh, said he's gonna. He uh, he doesn't know how far he could pun him. I think they asked him about Hezbollah or something, and that's what it was. His response was so. That was pretty hilarious. He's probably hated all over Russia now for just saying that too, but yeah. <laughs> but also too uh, worth noting uh, is uh, Bruce Buffer has COVID. Uh, he won't be doing the announcing uh, for 25 years. He's going to miss this card. It's his first numbered card. He's going to miss in 25 years. So, wow. I didn't know so you we got, got COVID. So we got Joe Martinez holding it down. Nice. I love yep. Joe. Joe is the yeah. man, bro. I loved him when he was always introducing um, in WC, uh, WCW. Was it was it the uh, yeah WCW? No wrestling. No, not no, wrestling. No, no, no. What, what was the the promotion that Uriah Faber fought in before going into the UFC with Carlos Condit and Miguel Torres? Oh shit! He got me right now. I can't think of what it is. <laughs> what is that? The the UFC fucking bought them out. And took everybody yeah. into the UFC. Ah, oh, shit. I forget what it is ECW. Right now. ECW? No, <laughs> WEC. Thanks, so, Mark. Yeah. Dang. I was, I was, close. I was like, close, dude. You I were close. <laughs> you were close. Yeah, he, that's how uh, he was. Uh, Joe Martinez was the announcer for the WEC. The WEC. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's awesome. I like Joe. Joe's awesome, dude. Yeah, I think yeah, they got um, post-fight interviews. Uh, post-fight interviews or be, uh, what's the name? Gooden, the international guy that they use, and they got a uh, Daniel Cormier, Paul Felder, and John Anik as the uh, nice. live analysts. So, and Chael Sonnen is going to be on the desk too. So, post-interviews, we got the great Chael, undefeated and undisputed. So, you know, when Chael's in the building, there's something going to go down. So, <laughs> right on. It's going to so, be a fun day. I can't say yeah. fun night because it's going to be during the day. So it's going to be a fun day. Man. Um, crazy, crazy. And and also, this is a pay-per-view. But if you have ESPN Plus, 
you don't have to pay for the pay-per-view price. Yep. It's a Thank free, God. it's a free pay-per-view event. Well, they want to lure us in this week, so we all everybody's got to pay for the fucking Covington Usman fight at Madison Square Garden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is what it is. We've had a, a lot of stinker, shitty fight night cards, and now we get two stacked pay per views back to back weeks. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's our picks for the fight on Saturday. Um, and now let's get on to the fight book giving me outside the cage news. Yep. Man, there's quite a bit going on as usual. Shit, man. Me, me being gone for, what, two, two, three weeks? Rudy was on vacation. Man, there's been a lot of shit going on. But um, as of recent, uh, there's always a the talk of uh, fighter pay. You see money and money in the mm. bank. And uh, one of their, you know, high-profiled women's division, former champion, Joanna and Jacek. We haven't heard about her, you know, scheduled for a fight. We mentioned her on the show a lot. And um, it's kind of weird. She dropped off the rankings. I think Ross Marquis mentioned that. I had mm. no idea, but uh, it's for a reason. Maybe she's getting released, but she says she hasn't uh, got a fight contract because she wants more money. So what is the next move for Joanna and Jacek, Rob? XMMA. Bellator, right? Or I don't know, man. Like, no, no, she should not go to Bellator. Um, I think she should uh, try to do some Muay Thai fights, man. Um, try to get in there with Lion mm. Fight. Um, maybe do a bare knuckle fight. No, go to PFL. Nope, there's a lot of options that she can do, man. I think what she really needs to do is uh get together with Steven Spielberg and work on <laughs> ET part two. She'd do amazing. <laughs> Look at that fucking picture. I thought it was strange to I think it was a couple weeks back. I don't know who uh, the reporter was. He asked about Yin Chick, like about fighter pay or something, mentioning it. And he's and Dana White said, Well go to her Instagram. She's rich. Look at her Instagram. Two weeks later here she is uh, removed from the rankings. So I don't know, man. <laughs> I remember that fight, dude, so well. I just seen her. Oh, you her did not just put up. it on the screen. <laughs> her head just swelled up. And oh, my God, I was laughing my ass off, bro. Look at dude, this the, one. Holy the shit. memes, bro. The memes. <laughs> I remember the memes. That was the best shit. <laughs> dude, that was the best. Man. Oh, I loved it, man. Look at her. She looks like a. Uh, like, she looks like the mask. Like she's taking that top spot from uh, fucking, what's that dude's name? She looks like that guy from Star Trek, the old Star Worf. Trek. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Worf. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Yeah, that's Worf, bro. Nah. Holy crap! I'm gonna leave oh in the my here. god, bro! <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, coming up, that's the last time we've seen her. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, referencing that, that's just, you know, we'd like to see Joanna and Jacek fight. She's been one of the toughest ladies in that division, former champion. But that fight took, like, 10 years off her life, like you were saying. Look at that picture, dude. <laughs> what do you think this sound coming out of her mouth it sounds like? I'm thinking, <laughs> Mark says, hey, you guys. <laughs> no, she looked like the elephant, man. 
Yeah, exactly, bro. The elephant man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's an old school reference right there. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I I don't know. She's removed from the rankings, so she might be seeing her last days. Yeah. I mean, I say Bellator, man. I I guess. I guess you should go to Bellator. Like that meme of that guy by the tree with his hands like that, cokers mm-hmm. like that. Scoop I would say yeah. let her keep fighting in the UFC until we get to see her part two of that face. <laughs> I want to see part two of that face, dude. That's oh my God. That was wild, bro. That was like my favorite, my favorite dude, that fight, fight ever. <laughs> bro, that fight was insane, man. It, yeah. was, insane. it was such a good fight. And then it was the way her face was, it made it just... It was just a, a shock, and it was funny. Hey, you just hear yeah. rubbing her big old forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was gruesome. <laughs> Poor JJ. I'm sorry, JJ. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> She's rubbing it. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> She's all with her little hands. <laughs> <laughs> the little hands. Look, if you don't know what Robert's talking about, look, I'm showing you people. Look. <laughs> it's like, oh, why does my head hurt? She's like, oh my god, it's like to my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, like that. Jeez. Oh Dave's god. mad. That's his girl. Oh no, I'm just that we haven't seen her since then. It's just crazy because, like, fuck. After a beating like that, I mean, she did take some time off, but I thought she would actually have gotten another Holy fight in the shit. in that time period. Some of these pictures yeah. are so fucked up. Oh, remember the uh, the picture of her, uh, like after she recovered, and it looked like she was in blackface because all, all the bruising. Oh my nah. god! Yeah, look, look, look. Let me show you. Let me show you what I'm talking nah. about. Look at that. I was like, what is she doing? Her uh, her Justin Trudeau impression. This is crazy. Look at that. Oh, dude, it was. It bro. was ugly, bro. It was. It ugly. was. And she did a video, I remember. Let's see, let's see what she said in this video. Hello, I want, I want to see this. Hello, guys, made it home. I'm in Poland. It's almost 2 a.m. Uh, happy to be back home. I took a long shower. Oh, I unpacked some stuff. Now I'm having a small home spa. It's a mad mask. Of course, uh, I'm still. Why would you even be on video recording? I remember, I remember uh, people were getting mad because I was laughing at it. I was like, dude, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I don't wish any ill will on her, but. You gotta admit that's fucking funny. Yeah, now she is. hasn't been the. I think she's never been the same since uh, Nabahunis knocked her ass out twice, right? True, very, very yeah. true. Yeah. Well, um, whatever, wherever she goes, I hope uh, they pay her well. I hope we get more get... funny face highlights. <laughs> um. So let's see, but. She was, yeah, she was talking about fighter pay. Uh, speaking of fighter pay and probably not getting paid, uh, Mike Perry released from the UFC, and he's now officially BKFC Mike Perry. Imagine oh that. God, bro. <laughs> this, this guy, this, this guy is going to... Yeah, we did. We were talking about that. We did. He, would, yeah. he should go to a bare knuckle. I think that's going to be a good, good, good home for him. That'll be great for his CTE. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Add another dent into his brain. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Mike Do you Perry. see this guy really holding down a stable job? Yeah. No. Even this guy is... It's whatever. The famous clip that Rudy always plays, or what is it? The He hit me. You hit me, bro. It? Or he, he hit or me. he touched me. He oh, yeah, he touched me. <laughs> like, chill. It was in, like, Texas. It was in Texas, like, at yeah, a random bar Texas, or something. Like, too, Dallas right? or some shit. Man. Yeah. Well, well so, speaking of I, boxing, we got Nate Diaz boxing soon, right? Hopefully. We've been saying it for a while on here, so I think that's kind of the, the – deal with their the contract situation with Nate they said he's fighting Tony Ferguson they said he's fighting uh, Vicente Luque nothing set and it, it was December 11th the date he was supposed to fight so I don't know if they just release him if the Dana White just says fuck it whatever I don't know they got to give him a big fight and if it's not Connor I think he's gone man I think that's the fight though that's the only fight for him is the Connor trilogy and who knows when he's coming back because he's fucking beating up DJs and just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, grade A idiot. But, but we said, though, like, I mean, Nate Diaz is, what, 36 years old now? If he does fight one more fight in the UFC just to fulfill his contract, I could see that happening. I just don't know who the opponent would be besides Connor. But we said it before, him going into the realm of boxing, fighting Jake Paul, Logan Paul, fucking Woodley, whatever. We'd love to see Nate Diaz make a couple million dollars in the later mm -hmm. his later thirties. He definitely deserves it. He will be an, a huge draw. I don't care who the fuck he's boxing, even if it's you know whatever George Foreman. De La Hoya. Yeah, or no, De La Hoya. He, 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 yeah. Should, he should fight the the Spider Man. That'd be a cool one. Yeah, Anderson Silva and Nate Diaz. Imagine that. We said Ooh, it right here. That would yeah. be a badass fight. I would like that. Or you know he was a he's a crazy motherfucker. He'll fight Vitor. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see. Yeah, that... I, I'd rather see either Anderson or um, De La Hoya. <laughs> That's a good call, though. You, we always predict a lot of things on here. So Rudy Lara, right there with the pyramids. Nate Diaz, Anderson Silva, sometime mm. in the Cinco de Mayo weekend. Ooh, yeah. <clears throat> in the undercard of uh, of uh, Canelo's uh, fight. Not the one, well, not the one that's coming fighting. up with Plant, but next yeah. year. Oh, yeah. But no, I think eventually uh, both Diaz brothers do go into boxing. I'm not sure about Nick Diaz. I don't know what his contract situation is, but we've heard about, you know, Nate previous to fighting um, Leon Edwards that he had two fights left. So I don't know who they give him, man. I think maybe Luke. I really don't know. Fucking Tim Means, you know what I mean? Give him somebody. Give him a banger, hmm. a fight on the way out, you know. But whoever it is. It's got to be, I don't know, Nate Diaz, man. He always wants that five-round fight. And one last five-rounder with the McGregor, man, I guess. That's probably what it's going to be. And that's my official prediction. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably going to happen just based on the fact that Connor isn't doing shit with himself but getting himself in trouble. So, mm -hmm. I mean, would you really trust him to go into a any other fight other than this fight? I don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Conor McGregor's 0-3 against DJs and old men and who else, so I don't know. <laughs> that let, let alone not fighting in the cage winning, that's outside the cage. And we are talking <laughs> outside the cage news. So. <laughs> True that. <laughs> nah.
Oh, wow. Well, speaking of boxing, too, I heard rumors of the randomest boxing match that ever. Well, I don't know. I guess it's not that random, but Dan Hardy and Tyron Woodley. What the fuck is that shit? Oh, yeah, I heard that one. Like, come on. When I heard that news, I was like, this is the most retardedest thing I've ever heard. Man. No, no, no mommies. Not with this fight. It's uh, Anderson Silva normal, though, at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's normal. Fucking <laughs> Rudy, I'm choking on my water with that picture. <laughs> it, just, it just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Man. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, like, come on. Hardy versus Woodley. Really? Mm. Yeah, that's yep. stupid. Nobody that's a fight nobody wants to see. Literally. I'm not gonna watch. Yeah, it's it's kinda like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart's Halloween party. I don't wanna see that shit. Nobody wants to see that shit. You know what? Might no. as well put the Dan Hardy fight on that stupid show. It's yeah, dumb. No. But apparently Hardy's saying that Woodley won't sign the contract, so it's like Hardy's he just like, he's yeah, still, I've been... he's still uh, recovering from his finger tattoo. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> but still though, Dan Hardy. After 16 years of like plotting a comeback, though, here he is just appearing, saying that Woodley won't fight him. Like, like I, honestly, that makes me want to see the fight. I want Woodley to fight him because if he thinks he's not signing it, whatever, like that's a payday for both. Like that's the most money fucking Hardy's gonna make in his entire career. I promise you. Even if it is a random fight against uh, Tyron Woodley, you know what Probably. I mean? Because mm. it'll be on a Jake Paul card. It'll be on a Logan Paul card or whatever i mean and logan paul's boxing mike tyson right that's no joke yep right yeah yeah he's fighting yeah. mike tyson yeah that's out of control that's, that right there way. yeah <laughs> that is just too much like that that's i'm drawing the line right there that's going too far <laughs> well i'm gonna put my money on uh paul well yeah you wouldn't i mean of course the outcome is gonna be paul winning no matter yeah. who they put, he could fucking fight King Kong and he'll still win. Yeah, they'll somehow get him to the fight will be a fucking wash or something. It's an exhibition fight, so it's not like he's fighting. You know, for any meaning, an actual like, pro, dude. You know, and no, that's you know, never gonna happen. Let Let's throw him no. in there with the with the Gypsy King. Oh, yeah. dude, fucking destroy him! Exactly. One punch, <laughs> one punch. That's all. I, <laughs> That's all it's gonna take is 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 the fury to just throw that fucking one punch to the body and there goes Logan on the fucking mat. <laughs> but that's what I want to see. I want to see him actually fight somebody legit. legit. And not that Tyson's not legit, but he's fucking old. Come on, man. Well, I mean, it, yeah, but still, yeah, that's. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then there's still a. Jake no. Paul's still keeping himself relevant, talking shit to uh, Clarissa Shields, though. You guys mm -hmm. seen that, right? Mm -hmm. He's dumb. Dumb. So, yeah. Always got to well, pick on the females. He's kind of and always got to pick on the old men. <laughs> he's kind of funny, though. But, um, but yeah, he's honestly uh, making them dollars. So, yeah. oh, man. I don't know who he's, he's lined up with next. But, yeah, look for it to be uh, Hardy and Woodley on the undercard and fucking shit show you know what I mean? that's where we're at mm, but no good. the real boxing match happens next weekend uh, need not forget yeah, buddy 
And yeah, Canelo versus Plant. We'll talk about that next Thursday. I think that's on Showtime, it? Yes, sir. Yeah, that, honestly, that... we might have to do a we might do a three hour show right next Thursday. It's such a packed uh, weekend, <laughs> right? so I'll be a ready. Three hour show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jared oh, Kelly, you're gonna join us. Whatever. I think uh, I have a guest lined up for next uh, Thursday. Pretty interesting guy. Been on the show before. Um, we'll break it all down. I know it's a big card. Besides Canelo, anytime uh, Canelo fights, it's a big night, and the UFC is in Madison Square Garden. So, geez. Yeah. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. And I guarantee well, you the UFC card will be done before Canelo fights. Oh, yeah. Easy. <laughs> 100% guarantee. Dana White's not going to miss a Canelo fight. He's going to be in attendance. Yeah, no, he can't fuck around. This is a good one, too, for Canelo. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right on. Well, guys, time has caught up to us. Um I want to thank uh, you guys for jumping on again tonight. Uh, 110, man, 110 episodes. That's fucking awesome. Um, thanks to everybody that's watching and or listening. Really do appreciate the support. Um, like I said, uh, we will be back next Thursday. Next Thursday is going to be a packed, fucking packed show because there's a lot to talk about for next week. Um, but other than that, David, you know what to do, brother. Oh, yeah. It feels good to be back, fellas. Every Thursday night this is the place to be. Fight Book MMA, sitting ringside. Episode 110 will be coming at you live. Same place, same time next week. With episode 111. For all the latest combat sports news, you know where to go around the w- clock, around the world. It's fightbookmma.com. Uh, catch this podcast in audio platform on all your uh, podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, anywhere. Look us up, Sitting Ringside, Fightbook MMA. For myself, Dave Rodriguez, Rudy Lara, Robert Villa, the boss, this is Sitting Ringside. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Happy fucking Halloween. Peace. Peace. <laughs>